mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow! everyone and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined by Sharla, not in Japan. How you doing? <laughs> Sharla in England. Good, thanks for having me. Good to have you back. Pete Donaldson is away on holiday for the fifth time in the <laughs> last <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> he's having a whale of a time somewhere. He's, he's earned it though, he's earned it. And uh, it's uh, so I've, I've Pulled you in at the last minute. But <laughs> not only that, though, uh, it's finally time to return to Japan after four, five, six weeks on the road. More than that, I think. It's been a really long trip, but it's been good. Yeah, uh, it's been a really good time here in England. The weather hasn't been the best, but we've no. enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's a journey that took us from Victoria in Canada to Los Angeles and London and Lake District and everywhere in between. But I'm really excited to get back to Japan. I'm sick of England now. Do you as miss I always, the cats? I miss marginally <laughs> as much as one, one can uh, miss a, a creature that wakes you up every morning. Um, yeah, no, I miss Japan in general. Don't about the cats. But I just want to get back to doing things. I've been like losing my mind here because... You've been writing a book, though, this I th- whole time. Well, I think in this whole six weeks, I've had three days off that I could class as a holiday because, yeah, the entire yeah. time I've been writing the Abroad in Japan book. You guys are going to buy the book, right? Please buy the right? book. <laughs> if no one buys the book, I'm going to be really upset. I'll buy the book. Okay. Oh, You're going to buy 10,000 copies, right? No, definitely not. But this is one of those late night podcast sessions um, because tomorrow we fly to Japan. 14 hours. Yay. <laughs> 14 With hours. With a fresh tattoo on my back. Yeah, how'd the tattoo go in London? Horrible. It's a fucking nightmare. Why did you want to get... So Charlotte just got a tattoo. Yeah. It took how long? 22 hours. <laughs> That's longer than the flight back to Tokyo. <laughs> it was horrible. Why did you want a tattoo? Oh, Especially one as painful as that. I don't know. I just um, really decided I want some snakes on my bum. Okay. So I got them. <laughs> Why snakes? Is it some sort of... Uh, no, like... stop asking me if it means something. If one more person Adam asks me what the snakes mean, I just think they look cool. That's it. Is it like the tree of knowledge? No. On the snake no, tent? Oh. shut up. It's just some snakes that look cool. What kind of snake is it? Cobras. A cobra. Wow. Yeah. And that's there's no meaning? No. Very good. I mean, I you know, they are amazing. They do look cool. And I, I'm still on the edge of on the cusp of potentially getting a tattoo myself You're one gonna day. You're going to get a snake I'm going to get... I'm not going to get gonna a snake. match? <laughs> no. This is a crap idea. It'll be like some sort of farmyard animal. How many books <laughs> do you have to sell to agree to get snakes on your butt? Like 100,000. And that ain't going to happen. Let's make it happen. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I want to get I want to get something really rubbish. Um, oh, God. Like what? Just, and then, like a farmyard animal. A farmyard like, animal. I want to get a goat. Oh my on god! My arm. And then people be like, 
What is What does that? it mean, Chris? Oh, what's, I'll be lying. what's the deep oh, meaning behind the that's, goat? That's between me and the goat. Let's moving on. Riotre's got a uh, tattoo though. Is it a goat? It's a dolphin. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. It's a, he has a dolphin, dolphin. tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And he made me. Uh, he makes me hide it in every fucking video. Well, we I do. would too if I had a dolphin tattoo. Well, he, like we've you know we've shot videos in hot springs and whatnot, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. can you hide the dolphin?" And I'm like, why? Is it because they don't have a good rep in Japan? What, dolphin? No, it's because... Or is it because it's a dolphin? No, it's because it looks bad for his clients that yeah, he works with. Yeah, he doesn't want his clients knowing or seeing that he is a fucking tattoo. My agency was worried about that. Really? In the past. Not not my current one. Well, my Tokyo Creative, one. <laughs> no, yeah. No. The iron fist of Tokyo <laughs> Creative. I used to be, be with joking. a Japanese agency, um, and they were a bit worried about me showing my tattoos and videos. I didn't really listen to them. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I just thought it was so stupid. I'm a foreigner, you know. You can't really you are. expect me to act like Japanese do. For, yeah, for something like that, you know. I mean, it's I all, thought that was a bit silly. It's also outdated. Um, we haven't really talked about tattoos on the podcast in a while, just because, like nine times out of ten, the questions we faced in the first three years of doing this mm. were tattoo-related questions. Really? And then we vowed. <laughs> Pete and I were in a room one day and we were like, let's never cover tattoos again. Yeah. we were so sick of it. But, you know, I understand it's a, a real fear. What's incredible is just I didn't realise how many people have tattoos. We're talking, I don't know the numbers, I think it's like 50% of the population, maybe slightly less, have tattoos. <laughs> the population uh, of what? The world. The world. Planet, no. Planet Western really? civilization. I mean, my I didn't realise my sister had tattoos. Uh, a tattoo. <laughs> uh, I knew that. <laughs> and, you know... All my friends, uh, yeah, have actually, if you think about it, you know that, that yeah. they have, and I didn't realise it, so I feel left yeah. out. Just me and Natsuki, Natsuki and I. Even Riotro's got one. Natsuki so. doesn't have a tattoo. Exactly, he's the kind of person you would assume to have a tattoo. Out yeah. of him and Yotaro, you wouldn't think Yotaro would have one. <laughs> it is a dolphin, but that, exactly. it's still a tattoo. It's a good point, actually. If you were to take a hundred people and be like, "Who do you think yeah. has a tattoo out of Natsuki and Riotro?" Yeah. I think. Probably 95% of people would say Natsuki. Does Natsuki not like tattoos? I don't know. He's kind of traditionally Japanese in lots of ways. Uh, yeah, he likes to allude to yeah. being some sort of rock star, but he's very much Japanese yeah. in many other ways. But <laughs> anyway, on with the story of the day. Uh, a story from Pascal from Switzerland. He says, Good morning, U Turn Pete and Scenic Road Chris. In September 2022, my wife and I visited Japan for the first time in three years. Thanks to a family visa, we got to Japan just a few weeks before the country opened up for tourists. Oh, so, cool. after two weeks of family and friends, we decided to take some time off to see Kyushu before the return of tourists. After enjoying the volcano at, at Aso National Park, Yay. I nearly read that out as ASO <laughs> National Park. Uh, we First did in the song. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did a day trip from uh, Aso to Takachiho Gorge. I've just been uh, to Takachiho Gorge actually for a wacky weekend coming oh, out. Soon. I don't think I've been there. It's uh, it's a gorge. Is it a good gorge? It's gorgeous. <laughs> Upon arriving in Takachiho, we hear a police car beside us telling us to stop on the nearby parking lot. Oh, no. After an initial shock, it turned out we just missed a bad-placed stop sign 
after the highway exit. Thankfully, being a foreigner, pretending to have no Japanese skills and with a foreign driving licence, the police let us go with a warning. Huh. But not before he's scolded my wife for not translating Tomare, stop to me. Oh, his uh, wife's Japanese. Did uh, Pascal say that? Can you imagine if, like... The wife has to translate every Japanese sign they see as they're driving down the street. Like, that's that a suck. bit ridiculous. Once we stopped at the nearby Takajiho Shrine, we had a great view of the of the road above. Just as we left the car, we saw the same policeman taking out the next car, missing the stop sign. This time a Japanese driver who most likely had to pay the fine. I for sure learned my lesson and stopped at every sign from Takachiho until arriving back at the car rental place at Fukuoka a few days later. Chris, did you ever encounter any situation like this uh, where pretending to not be able to speak Japanese saved you from a fine because it was too troublesome for the police? Kind regards, Pascal from Switzerland. Well, funnily enough, <laughs> we came across this exact situation and Chris pretended to speak Japanese but actually not understand what the cops were saying. Yeah. And what happened? This was uh, recently about a week before we left Japan for the trip. Yeah. Um, I was we're doing a project in Ibaraki Prefecture, prefecture just north of uh, of Tokyo, and I came to a T junction, and it was in the countryside, and I could see both left and right down the road for a considerable distance, and I didn't stop as long as I should have. I sort of came out to the T junction, and I pulled out quickly without mm. coming to a full stop. You know, I slowed down to check. But I didn't come to a full stop. Seconds later, a police car literally comes out of a bush, yeah. fucking from nowhere. Magic, it's secret, Where invisible was car. Yeah, and they pull me over, and I got a fine. And this is a thing that happens in the countryside. No, there used no, no, to be. No, 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 no. What? You got to, you got to explain the best part of the story when the cop came up to ask you what happened. I assaulted him. I said, "This is a." <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. And I fought them <laughs> off and I got into a tussle. Now, I basically, what happened is the police officer said, what are you saying? He came up and in Japanese, he was like, did you see the stop sign and just decide to ignore it and not stop? Or did you miss it and like realize too late? And then when you realized it was there, then you stopped as soon as you could. And Chris is like... Yeah, I saw it and I just ignored it. <laughs> yeah, I, I misheard it, basically. That's not an easy, like, that is not an easy sentence to understand, the way you phrased it, right? It in was Japanese. easier in Japanese. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I did, but basically it was the second one. He was so disappointed. It was funny because I, 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 did, I did see the police car and I hit the brake because I came to a complete stop, but it yeah. was too late. Yeah. yeah. But they do that in the countryside. The police have nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, they have a quota to reach. And they do have a quota. Like, I remember mm. the, one time Pete Donaldson was in a car with me and uh, I got pulled over for speeding three or four kilometres per hour over the speed limit. Yeah. And they were just fucking everyone who were coming down this yeah. road, basically. Um, so, yeah, be careful in the countryside. There are a lot of police uh, that will call you out and always come to a complete stop when you see the stop sign. <laughs> Uh, although none of you will be able to read it unless you speak. Or at least lie about it when they yeah. come and interview about you about it afterwards. Yeah, you'll know though, there'll be a big kanji character that looks like the letter H. It looks like a... looks like the letter H. It looks H. like an intersection. Kind it of. looks like the letters L and H spelt next to each other, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Don't worry about it, though. you'll be fine. Um, just do what Pascal did and pretend to not speak Japanese. <laughs> Story of the week, uh, or news of the week, apartments with no bath or shower rising in popularity among yo young uh, Tokyoites. Tokyoites, is that a word? 
It's a hard word to say. I don't like it. When looking for an apartment in Japan, you can save a lot of money on rent. If mm. there's some amenity or nicety you're willing to do without, mm. choosing an above average ground level unit in a building with no elevator, for example, or an apartment with just a basic toilet uh, can easily knock 10,000 yen or more off your monthly housing expenses. And according to Japan's TV Asahi News, some young Japanese people are going even further than that and looking for apartments without a bathtub or shower. What do they do? They this Yeah, that's a very good question. Go to the centre, I guess. They roll around in the river, <laughs> uh, find a puddle and get some soap. Uh, no, the financial appeal is significant, though. Apparently, TV Asahi spoke with a 20-year-old guy living in a bath and showerless studio apartment <laughs> in central Tokyo, 10 minutes from downtown, uh, paying just 32,000 yen, $245 wow. a month, which is... Wow. A joke price, yeah. that's nothing. Um, but yeah, that, what I do they do? I would hate the inconvenience of having to go out to a public bath every time you want to shower. That's just annoying. Well, it says, the article sort of says that, as you, as you were correct, yeah. uh, it's not an obstacle in Japan because there are public bathhouses in Japanese towns. They're not as common as they used to be, but, you know, in a city with as many people as Tokyo, Sento, public baths haven't completely disappeared. Um, and there's some good websites you can just look them up, like Tokyo Sento Fudosan uh, specialises. This website specialises in helping renters find no bath apartments, actually, uh, that within a short distance of a public bath. But how much are these people paying to go into the public bath each time? How often are they taking a shower? You'd think it would add up to the point where it's like barely worth it. I don't know either. That is, I mean, a public bathhouse costs somewhere between three to five hundred yen to go in. So that cheap, three hundred. If you're going in, I think it's somewhere closer to five to seven. Well, if it's five dollars a day and you go, you know, fifteen times uh, a month. So showering every other day. Every other day. It's a bit gross, especially then, in the summer in Japan. But then this- shower twice a day in the summer. <laughs> I mean, this is it'd be one hundred and fifty dollars potentially yeah. if you showered every so day. So, how much cheaper are these apartments? Well, yeah, that's a good right? point. I don't I know. I feel like it's pretty much break even. But apparently, it's not just like economic situation uh, that's led to this. It's, mm. it's also people like the retro atmosphere of having a no of bath. Going to the se- oh, well, I see. having a no bath ah, apartment because it used to be like that. Uh, in it used the to old be days. common two or three generations yeah. back, and uh, yeah, popular with the older generation yeah sounds, there's, I guess. there's something cool about you know getting some cute. soap and shampoos and towels sticking in a basket and heading into a Sento center are nice yeah mm. they're pretty cool i do like the atmosphere at sento with the cool like fuji tile background yeah yeah i've only done a video in one i've done a video in every onsen in japan <laughs> i've only ever shot in a sento once and it Same. was Kagoshima, do you remember the yeah. last day of Journey Across oh, Japan? Oh my god. I went to a Sento. Tokyo Creative made me film a Sento video and there was a spider <laughs> bigger than my hand inside Ugh. the Sento. But it was a weird, like, scraggly spider. A scra- Daddy long legs, maybe. A scraggly Like, I don't think spider. it was an actual spider. It was so big. You have to watch the video. <laughs> it's so weird. I didn't know things like that existed ever since then. I haven't been back in a Sento. <laughs> That was my second time, second and last time in a Sento. Scraggly spider Sento. Yeah. But <laughs> if you can find a nice Sento that's cleaned, probably in the city, that was way out in the countryside. Mm. In Tokyo, the Sento are really nice. Good yeah, experience, yeah. really. Oh, well, the one I went to in Kagoshima was really damn cool. Mm. And I, they very kindly let me film in the whole thing. Wow. 
And uh, if you look at the video, 24 Hours in Kagoshima, guys, you can check that out. And I think that I did have Mount Fuji artwork on the wall. And it like, always does. That's there were like people coming in. They were like, yeah. it's extremely rare to be able to film in one of those places when they're open. And the woman was just like, yeah, go for it. Wow. And there was a, a often public bathhouses and onsen have a massage chair. And uh, you could sit in there afterwards and That's relax. the best part. It is the best part. But this one was a manual... <laughs> a manual massage oh, chair. it looked like a torture device. Yeah. Yeah, to, that was really retro. To turn the handle as you were and sitting it massa- in it. It's like the opposite of a massage. You're like using your muscles. The sort of thing Henry VIII used to <laughs> fuck over his enemies. Um, it was kind of good. I enjoyed that. It was a, a really nice atmosphere. <laughs> good. love to go back to Kagoshima and... Uh, dip my toes in that place but uh, <laughs> Sento it's not actually onsen water is it no it's often just public it's bath just water, yeah. water public tap water regular kind of. water heated yeah yeah but That's it's a cool difference, I guess I've never been to one in Tokyo but uh, I have they're really nice you went to one in Asakusa I made a video about them I toured around a couple different Sento I was wearing a beige bathing suit mm. and um there was like a reflection of me in the mirror and the comments just went like wild. They were like, we can see your naked body. You need to cut this out. I got so many private messages. I was like, no, guys, I'm wearing like a, a light pink, like beige bathing suit. I'm not naked. Oh, it was like a whole drama. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the center was nice. They are cool. <laughs> if, you can, if you can find one, definitely try one out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what an interesting situation. I don't know if it's dire or cool or endearing. I don't know. I know, you know. I know the economic situation in Japan is isn't overly great. Uh, I was looking at. Uh, I think real wage growth has been worse than the UK in Japan over the last two decades. Ever since worse the bubble burst, than and, the UK. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, everybody knows that. Well, the UK's not done so well the last decade. But well, Japan is just horrendous. Yeah, for that. yeah. it's uh, it's not good. Yeah. I need to work that out. But anyway, we'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Now we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Well, we kick off with Beth from England, who says, Hi, Chris and Pete, who's not here. Uh, after your very scary listener story of the couple who were sadly drugged and scammed and your video recently on how much you don't recommend hostess bars, I wondered how easy is it to identify and therefore avoid a hostess bar? Do I look out for certain kanji or is it much more obvious than that? Also, could you explain what girls' bars are? Many thanks. Beth from England. I feel like you're the, the specialist in this Am area. Am I? <laughs> I don't know anything about hostess bars. Have you ever been to one? I have. My oh. ex-boyfriend's dad took me to one. Excellent. Bonding. It was so awkward. Bonding experience. I've been... Yeah, just that one time. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why did he tell... What happened there? It was just so... Oh, I was really annoyed. It was me <laughs> and my boyfriend of the time and his dad. 
Right. And the three of us went into the hostess bar and we sat down and the girls sat between us. So we each had like a girl mm-hmm. beside us. But she like sat between me and my boyfriend and was just like flirting with my boyfriend the whole time and feeding him and pouring him drinks. And it was just really horrible. And they just kind of ignored me because I was the weird girl there. Because it's <laughs> normally just guys at the hostess bar, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. probably don't know how to address girls, really. So they just ignored me. And I sat there while she flirted with my boyfriend. That's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, it was really weird. That's very weird. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, I wouldn't necessarily avoid a hostess bar it's an experience i that then i mean with the drugging and the scamming that's more like certain ones right certain areas of japan yeah are more dangerous i mean i would say watch the video i made on that uh mm. beth already has clearly but Mm-mm. yeah you know that's only shinjuku and bits of rapongi that you have to worry about there where they'll be street touts he'll be like do you want a free drink You'll go, yeah. Yeah, so don't get lured into a bar. I think that's the key, is to don't follow people into a place like they're trying to lure you from the street. Never go with those people. But if you find a hostess bar yourself and walk in, it's probably not the type where you're going to get badly scammed. But there isn't a certain kanji or anything like that. You'll know a hostess club when you see one. It'll be quite obvious with the name it'll be like hostess it'll be like club dream happy twat and it'll be like stupid <laughs> fucking name yeah. like dream buttercup yeah. or yeah. wonder bar and <laughs> there was one called wonder bar and sender and so you'll you'll know right from that and then you'll hear laughter and crappy karaoke singing yeah you'll go in it's very different from a regular just bar well yeah you open the door and you know you'll see all these sexy girls sexy girls yeah it, it'll feel very different and there'll be lots of seating because at a hostess bar you all sit at like a little bench seating thingy yeah you have a sort of um, table you sit around in a yeah. circle we should go to one no it'll be fun i've been once it'll be horrible <laughs> she'll flirt with you oh, and ignore me a great video we've got one here from taz <laughs> do you want to read this out uh, oh, big job my glasses on brilliant oh yeah, yeah. My name is Taz from totally warm and sunny Toronto, Canada. Woo! I'm a serving member of the Canadian military, and here at home, the public has very little awareness of our existence and activities. My question to you is, how do Japanese people view their own military, the Japanese Self-Defense Force? Uh, Were there any times where you have seen the Japanese military in your time whilst living in Japan? Best, Taz. Um, I feel like the only time I've ever seen something that I thought might be the Japanese military is like driving on the highway and there'll be like a military truck. Mm. But you don't really come across them anywhere, do you? Uh, Not too far from Sendai near Matsushima Bay. There's always jet fighters flying around. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do see lots of planes. And uh, down Yamaguchi near Hiroshima. And Aso, I think. Asso maybe, they but yeah, them around there. there are they are around and about, and the Japanese Self Defense Force is you know surprisingly by a lot, it's a lot of people are surprised to find it's one of the best funded militaries yeah, on is. earth with yeah. a, a considerable budget you know which they kind of need given all the North Korean missiles, <laughs> the threat from China, <laughs> the inevitable war for Taiwan in five years time, which is kind of scary. Fun times, um, yeah. They do need their Self Defense Force. I don't know how much people sort of talk about it or reflect on it there is certain areas though like yamaguchi where if you're near the military base there's a lot of shops selling like t-shirts with jet fighters on lots oh, really? of memorabilia yeah oh, interesting. and uh down in sort of kyushu 
uh, when I was down there recently, there was near some of the military bases. There's lots of shops. Mm. Like the prefectures that host big military bases for the Japan Self Defense Force, they often. Yeah, they're uh, proud of it, right? They are it's proud like of their it. Their image. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you just in the north where we are, you do see a lot of trucks going up and down the highway. Mm. You might see the occasional jet fighter. But for the most part, it's kind of quiet. There are some really big military bases up north, like in Almori, they've got Misawa. Air base. Yeah, we were there recently. Weren't yeah, we? yeah, quite a few American servicemen, women are up there. Um, but yeah, for the most part, Okinawa though was absurd. I mean, that was more American presence though. Yeah, yeah. We were driving. That's I remember different. I went snorkeling with Joey um, in a scene. I don't think they made it into the video, but we came up out the water, and then these two like F fifteen jet fighters Whoa. just went, <laughs> and it felt really cool. Just splashing about in the That's sea, pretty cool. with jet fighters flying overhead. You always yeah. have the jet fighters flying over. That's what I get. Did that in our video, That's remember? What, what we you had get. the jets fly over. When you get two million subscribers. <laughs> you get all the jet fighters. We have got one last question from Dylan from San Francisco. It says, "Hello, Casino Chris and Paddington Pete. I'm due to study abroad in Tokyo early April for four months. How feasible is it to buy?" a rental bike and use that as my main mode of transportation around Tokyo. Are there any other modes of transportation tips around Tokyo that I should be oh. aware of? Thank you, guys. Uh, all the best. Dylan from San Francisco. You've you're, you've lived in Tokyo. I've I haven't. I've never rented a bike. I've always bought my own bike because in Japan, the bikes are kind of different. There's like two levels of bike. There's Mamachari, <laughs> which is like the cheap shit bike that everybody rides and it has no gears yeah it's it has a basket basic bike it's not cool but it's, it's hard to balance it's if you're the not most moving. popular yeah um and then there's like your cool sporty bike that you probably don't want to pay for if you're only going to be there for four months so yeah for like ichiman mm. uh what was that nowadays 70 dollars american you can buy a mamachari a cheap shitty bike that, <laughs> that everybody rides and yeah use that for your trip i would probably do that I feel like that would be a lot easier than sorting out the rental bike for a whole four months. You know, you'd have to probably like re-rent it every day and it'd be a pain yeah. in the ass. Yes, buy a mamachari from like the local uh, bike shop. We'll have tons of them to choose from. If you get a deal, you can probably get one for like 70 bucks. They might have some mm. used, or sorry, uh, 7,000 yen, so like 40 bucks. Find a used one. I mean, I don't. Is it worth getting a bike in Tokyo? Hell yeah. Oh. It depends it, it depends what uh, area of Tokyo you're living in, you know. you If you're close enough to your school or wherever you're going to go that you can walk or train, then just do that. But I love having a bike. That was, like, my favorite part about living in Japan when really? I first moved here was riding my bike around the streets. I didn't live in Tokyo, mind you. Mm -hmm. I was out in the rice fields. Um, but, yeah, it was just fun because it, there's such a bike riding culture in Japan that it's kind of cool to experience it. And just um, it's yeah. a bit different than other countries. I mean, I've never ridden a bike in what? Japan. What? No, you're missing out. I'm just exaggerating. Well, I've... you've never had a mamachari, have All right, you? no, I've never had one of those. Yeah, that when doesn't I... count then. That's not a real Japan bike riding experience. I cycled experience. 2,000 kilometers. That is not your typical I Japan cycled. bike experience. That's not. No, it's not. Does. We need to get you a mum. Well, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Oh, God. One of those Mama Cherry bollocks bikes. <laughs> Mama Cherry and a goat tattoo. It's awful. <laughs> the holy, holy grail of <laughs> birthday presents. I, uh, I do think cycling around Japan is is the perfect speed and method to enjoy the country. It's exciting. Like It's fun. Walking too slow. Trains, pretty cool. Mm. But bikes, yes. Especially yeah. out a little bit out in the countryside. It's yeah. Great. I think I think if I was gonna live in Tokyo and get a bike, it'd be an e-bike. 
That is for wussies. No, it's not. Love how you cycle across the entire country and then yeah, it would you're have been a lot fucking an easier with an e-bike in Tokyo. Come on. Yeah, but you know what an e-bike Use is, those right? Calves. No, no, no. You, you basically. I know, yes, I know what an e-bike is. You push the pedal and the bike th- throws you along nice and easy. That is not fun. Half that, the effort. That takes all the fun out of bike riding. It doesn't. It makes bikes just ride just bikes way drive more Drive a car at that point. I remember the first time I used one was in um, uh, Kamakura. With the you know with the Daibutsu yeah, Buddha is yeah. one of them. and um, yeah you got off the train and I saw a sign for bike rental and I went in there with my friend and uh, and it was like oh do you want an e bike and I was like oh yeah all right mm. and I got on it and it was a it was a thrill they're pretty speedy. beyond beyond measure <laughs> it was amazing the idea that I could like thrill beyond measure just like our relationship <laughs> I did, like, and I you just just tap the pedal and the bike would throw you down the road it's a bit scary yeah it's yeah. quite quite a lot of force in those don't things. underestimate it don't underestimate the power of e-bikes I, I want one for my that's what I want for my birthday fuck the goat tattoo get me an e-bike don't get an e-bike Dylan we're talking it we're looking get a mama at, cherry we're looking that's at doing at. Uh, another wacky weekend cycle and I think I'm just going to get an e-bike I think you should do rock paper scissors one of you gets a mama cherry and one of you gets an e-bike well one of us is going to end up dead very fast <laughs> with a bike with no gears and it's, and also mama cherry bikes so shit. they were made in like the 1950s post-war to be sort of just a cheap mode of transportation yeah like ubiquitous yeah. transport for the masses yeah. and so the, you know there's a real sense of national pride around the mama cherry bike everyone because everyone could have them. one they're great that's a great idea but the problem is they're bikes. Oh wait, we haven't told them what mama chari means. So chari is a slang for bicycle and mama is mom. And mm. like the mum would be the one riding it all the time. Yes. Picking up the groceries and stuff. So that's why it's called the mama chari. But they're pretty heavy and pretty clunky. <laughs> yeah, they're really shit. I find but them hard to cycle. There's something really charming about them. Yeah, they're pretty hard to cycle. They don't have much they are. balance to them. Um, and uh, no. <laughs> After Get a mama chari. After cycling, after cycling on a carbon fiber bike across Hokkaido, the idea of going back to anything. Nobody else in the world can afford that bloody carbon fiber bike that you rode. Tax deductible (laughs) carbon fiber bike. It was amazing. Boring. And it's insane. Like you could pick it up with one finger, this carbon fiber bike. Get that. Stop bragging. <laughs> Where's well, this bike now? On Where the original, is this bike? On the original journey across Japan, I cycled on a sodding mountain bike. <laughs> it Nibiotari. was so shit. Didn't it like break and you got several different bikes? I, it was a nightmare. Ryotaro was like, oh, my friend owns a bike shop. He'll give you a bike. And I was like, great. <laughs> Scams you with like this shit bike. I was breaks. promised a discount, a top bike at discount <laughs> rates. He gave me a bike was so that was crap. a shit bike at expensive rates, <laughs> but I took it anyway. And you know, it saw it, it 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 lasted two weeks until it broke, basically. Yeah. And then I had to get a new one in Hiroshima. So thanks it was for your nightmare. Um, should have got a road bike, <laughs> given I spent the entirety of journey across Japan on a fucking road. <laughs> Honestly, but anyway, we are off back to Japan now guys not literally now but in about pretty soon 17 or 18 hours yeah um I'm not looking forward to the 14 hour plane flight I'm gonna actually try and sit down and watch Tokyo Vice uh for the first time finally and see Ken Watanabe unleashed 
on the big screen. <laughs> Looking Exciting. forward to it. I've heard good things. But uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into the Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back uh, later in the week with Pete Donaldson, hopefully. Actually, I hope he's, I hope he's back for his holiday. <laughs> hopefully. If I'm not, sure he'll be back. Again. He'll be well rested and ready for action. <laughs> uh, I'll be jet lagged to hell. But I'm looking forward to being back in Japan and I'll let you know uh, in a few days how the journey went. Wish us luck. But until then, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for coming, Charlotte. You're welcome. Get out. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com